Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen, and then come back here. For the rest of you, here's part two. Especially them. Like, I would have Trump back any day like <laughs> any day i actually be, like i in 2016 i put out a uh facebook post it might have even been myspace um or not myspace I don't no, know, but but i put out a thing on how much i hate donald trump 2016 no yeah. that's not true because 2016 no 20 it would have been 2014 or something because 2016 he became president right yeah so, yeah, so it would have been 2014 sorry and uh oh yeah forgiven carry on and I put that out, and then two years later became president. And I saw such a backlash from my friends and the people I was connected to. And I'm talking like such a backlash, like mm. just like rage. And I'm like, okay, well, we might like him, but yeah. you know, like you want first him to, of all, like you want him to do well. Right? Yeah, you we're not him. in the country either. Yeah, exactly. we're not in. The, we're, we don't live in the country. <laughs> and then like, and then towards the end of it, when Joe Biden and Obama in a wig. <laughs> like, like when it's like, and then oh, oh, it's okay. It's oh, I don't know. Oh, I, that that's another conversation for a very long time. I, <laughs> and it, the West Wing, how great it is, shouldn't be uh, destroyed by talking about these stupid pricks. No, and it did. It actually did humanize politicians, doesn't it? Yes, it makes them look yeah. like they're just genuine, like normal people yeah. who work up. Yeah, working and yeah, exactly. Just as I said, come up with these plans that. You know, we'll 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 certainly try to do better by people and and mm. to hold up to the things they promise when they are running for office. And then, of course, you can't deliver on all of those things, no. but you try your best to deliver as, as many as you possibly can. And and then, in heartache, try and come back stronger. And mm. I think that's what the West Wing is all about. And and that's what a lot of TV shows are about. But I think mm. the West Wing captured that so beautifully. Yeah. And I don't think it's been done today i've noticed though, that there are a lot of west wing babies from what from the little that i have seen of the west wings so I'll, I'll be completely honest i've only seen the pilots of oh now it's this morning because i intended to watch more throughout the week but you know life going life going away oh yeah but yeah i'm gonna watch all of it now because <laughs> i'm hooked oh brilliant and there and the things there are so as i said there are so many now tv shows which have kind of not exactly copied the style of it, but you can see from watching that night that pilot from 1998, yeah, how yeah. the seed was set for network drama TV, 100%. Right there, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because before that, it was get to the point, yeah, right, and then so these kind of shows started to come up, and well, we're not going to get to the point yet, we're gonna like w we might get to the end of a season and maybe still leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger, yeah. and not have anything <laughs> solved, and then maybe in the next season, we don't even go back to that story until halfway through the season, yeah. And I, I really love that, I really, and as I said before, it's, it's theatrical, I, I like watching plays that take a long time, yeah. Um, and so, you know, my, my girlfriend is the absolute opposite. She likes watching things that make you feel good and they're yeah. over in an hour and there's an explosion and then, yeah. you know, um, and, and I, so we're, we're, we, we could not be further apart on, on all that. I just, I, I want it to last three hours. <laughs> and, like, you know, like there will be blood, you know, that's, 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 that's a good afternoon spent for me. Three and a half hours, I'm confused and depressed at the end of it. Brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah, I do get what you're saying, but there is a point, there is, a place for the ninety, the, the done in ninety minutes thing. Yeah, but yeah, I completely agree. The long form 
te- the long form TV show where you do or, or play where it does drag it out, but you can't you can't just have it long form. You, oh, need, to have, you need to have the correct players and all the correct pieces yeah. in there to do that. And I think Sorkin and the directors and yeah. all of the writers and the actors, like even though uh, arguably actors are probably the least important part of a production. Yeah, well, they, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, they are all perfect in the role. They are, they are absolutely. And of course, yes, you need those ninety minutes for Hangover Days. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Days. But you can't. You just, you know, like you just put on Drake and Josh on repeat or something. Oh God! Remember Drake and Josh? That's the best. That's Drake, still and the best. Is, Drake and Josh is great. It is I mean, brilliant. I'll go as far as saying it's even better than Keenan and Kale. I actually prefer. Oh, I prefer. Oh, you see, I grew. I was because I, um, I grew up watching Keenan. So did I. So did I. And I, that was that was it. I mean, the scene. Mm. I put the what is it in the orange soda? I put the what did he put? The, it? Uh, the screw in the tuna. Sc- oh, yeah. Yeah. And he jumps all over the courtroom and yeah. Sort of, oh. No, it's, that, it's just physical comedy. Then. That's forget your Breaking Bad. That's no. TV right there. <laughs> <laughs> but. That was a novel. Um, that was a novel thing that Keenan Keenan Kel did, though. Like, yeah. they, I, I don't know another sitcom where the lead actors come out before the show, come out before the show, and it's actually put on TV. You know, when they come yeah. out in the very in the very inter- in the very beginning of every episode. Yeah, to a live audience, because I know yeah. Mighty Boosh did it, but it wasn't to a live audience. It was to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. Because it would have been nice to do. Um, I suppose the French prince did it too, but he didn't televise that part. No. Um, but, yeah. Well, every studio audience sitcom does it. Yeah. They introduce the actors right yeah. before the show starts. However, this is the first one to actually show you yeah. the semi, semi-scripted behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm... That did come out at the same time as um, as the as what you call it the West Wing as the West Wing though. So we had two very di- like, television was a weird time in the nineties. Yeah. It was really fucking weird because you'd get like things like Keenan and Kel, which were like throwing like throwing um, goo and like orange soda over here. Then yeah. you have the other side of it where it's Martin Sheen trying to run a country. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, talking in Latin for a whole scene in a church that's one of the greatest scenes in TV history and I've no clue what he even said. No, no one does. <laughs> I love the scene in the pilot though where they are sat down with the minister, with the minister and yeah. the lady from the um, the fringe Christ- the I fringe believe Christ- it's the first time you see Martin Sheen, isn't it? That's the yeah, that is it's the, the first, first time you see him as president because yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because from the whole episode he's just he's on a plane and he's yeah. about to go and he's about to go off the plane yeah. and they're trying to so they're trying to salvage a story. Because yeah. Because he'd fallen off his and then he just walks in, yeah, just out, yeah, abruptly, kind of the way he walks in and gives this state, this speech that he gives, and yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's it's moving, it's brilliant. But like, there are so many, like, there are so many, there are so many really good actors in this. I mean, obviously, we mentioned Rob Lowe, but Alison Janey, yeah, incredible. She's yeah. a fucking treasure, dude. Yeah, an absolutely stronger as well throughout. Mm. She uh, she really starts to shine. Like she's great at the beginning, but then some of them need a little bit more light on their character. Naturally, you know. Yeah. Um. And and my God, she gets it. And it's it's and she just anyone who can run with the ball when mm. given it in such a high pressured situation with such a big show. Yeah. And they just shine 
like the more you let them the more they shine and that's just that's amazing and yet again that's down to everyone that's mm. down to the writing being great consistently and the performance of the character being great mm. the actor being great consistently and the director and everyone you know playing their part so, to to keep that character going and to do with so many characters because there is a lot of storylines in that tv show i've got to say man i think she is one of the only, one of the very few actresses where i'll go and watch everything that she's in oh dear like yeah it's great because you there's some great performances <laughs> in some terrible movies but yeah there's, unfortunately there's a lot of movies where she turns up all too uh, little all too few times yeah exactly mm. but she makes the time that she's in she makes the most of it and you do want more you do want yeah, more yeah absolutely absolutely she it, it, yet again oozing conf, uh, charisma um, oozing it mm. yeah uh, but the thing is there, as you said there's no bad eggs in this bunch no None. not one Another TV show I really have to mention, and it's it's a more modern one, and I have not seen the latest season, um, but I certainly will. It's called The Affair. Oh, with um, Dominic West. West Dominic and West. Root Wilson. Yes, yeah. Lauren Tierney. Um, yeah, that is... Have you seen it? I've not. I okay. know it's a remake, though, isn't it? It's a remake of a nov of a novelty of a oh a novel it might be but I, I certainly don't think it's a remake of a TV show but maybe a novel P quite po very possible potentially yeah but it's 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 shot like the first can we find that out is it a remake of it is it a is it a novel is it a remake of a novel this is the cool thing about yeah. producer we can actually do we can actually yeah the affair yeah with Ruth Wilson mm -hmm. um, yeah like the, the first half of every episode is from the point of view of a particular character. And yeah. So the second half is from a point of view of another character, mm. and so you're a different person than what I perceive, right? And what yeah. everyone else perceives. So all the characters are acting in slight, very slight, different ways, and sometimes more dramatically different ways. Okay. So you never see the same person acting the same. So it's very difficult to get to know the characters because there's so much more to them. Because if if Root Wilson has a particular section that's from her point of view, mm -hmm. she'll be acting the way she sees yeah. herself, and everyone else will be acting the way she perceives them. But then someone else will have their point of view in the second half of the episode, and Root Wilson's acting completely different because that's how they perceive her to act in the situations that they were in. And sometimes lies and, and things aren't remembered correctly, and mm -hmm. so completely different things happen. It's a very, very interesting way of keeping the viewer watching. One that I've not seen, perhaps it has been done in the past, but I yeah. certainly haven't seen that angle that that technique of filmmaking being used and then this you know I mean what's well, called the affair so you can pretty much guess what happens <laughs> but, but uh, how they get to it and the twists and turns along the way yeah it's it's uh yeah it's now of course like it, things happened uh, in real life mm. and certain people had to leave the show I don't want to spoil anything no. for you but but and that obviously these you know life happens and, and it hurts the show and I've not seen the newest season as I said I, I believe it only came out recently mm. if it's out yet at all so I will look at it just because how how great the first few seasons were certainly season one or two are some of the finest TV shows you can watch as well as Homeland as yeah. well I'm not seeing not seeing Homeland yet but my grandparents would watch Homeland <laughs> oh yeah Homeland yeah. season one and two some of the best TV shows you can Claire, see it's got just Claire don't Dane. dare watch after season two that's from what I've heard um, is the affair the one with Dominic West yeah, yeah that's the one yeah, so it's got uh, five seasons and it's from 2014 it might be a remake of one that was called the end of 
of the affair. Ah, yeah. so ah, oui. ah, 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 Can you see though the in the affair? What are there any similar? Are there any similarities stylistically to the West Wing? No. No. Excellent. No. <laughs> no, I cannot. I cannot. I would not be able to connect things like that at all. As I said, like the the, the point of view and the perception was intriguing to me. Mm. The acting is some of the best you'd see. Yeah. Um, certainly, Ruth Wilson. I got to see her live, uh, and and she is sensational. She's. Uh, Yeah, she's one leading at the pack at the moment. She's just incredible. And if you watch the show, you'll know why. Mm. Pretty much immediately upon seeing her on screen, okay. she, uh, she just, yeah, she's one of the finest actors I've seen in a long, long time. Mm. Um, and, and Dominic West is in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Who's, who's, a, who's a great actor in some of the greatest TV shows ever, but... Uh, he was uh, also yeah. in The Wire, wasn't he? What? In The Wire as well. He was in The Wire, yeah. indeed, yeah. He, um, I got a friend, performance in Covent Garden, who was at a, a party going a long time ago, a squat party in London, uh, many years ago, and one of their friends brought a friend and the guy they brought in said oh I'm, I've got this TV show in America it's called uh, The Wire and yeah. it, it look, it's looking like it might be good and it was Dominic West yeah. oh fuck went on then because they, they didn't <laughs> know him it was just a guy who brought you meet people yeah. all the time oh, yeah. this is such and such and the guy goes oh yeah I'm an actor and you go yeah Pff. okay good <laughs> luck, good luck. Uh, how's your how's your how's, how's that pulling coffee job yeah exactly everybody? and then uh, yeah and he was like oh yeah I think I might be onto something said, yeah it looks like a TV show it might be, it might be good hmm. and of course they were slated for the first one It, it was a slow burn of the wire. It, it took a while for them to to gain recognition, and they they certainly did. Yeah, they certainly did. And then, of course, if I mention the wire, I have to mention Treme, which is the brother of the wire because it's made by the same person, David Simon. It's got many of the same cast: Wendell Priest and Alan Clark. Clark Peters. Yeah, that's the one. Getting that right. There. I, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Uh, Clark Peters in it too, along with a whole bunch of other casts. It's called Treme, and it's about the uh, uh, New Orleans uh, flooding. It's about the aftermath of that. People picking their lives back up. Okay. Um, absolutely incredible. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, it got me into swing jazz, which I never thought I'd. <laughs> I would say, but I, I, I wasn't really interested in jazz before that. And you surprised was, me, Gary. Michael. I was you pretty fucked after watching it because it's the New Orleans lifestyle, yeah. and it's it's uh, and the musicianship's incredible. They have, just like The Wire, they have people from the area acting as themselves. They have got a lot of celebrities in, just being themselves in the area of New Orleans, and and it, and written into the storyline. It's it's a beautiful beautiful show about people's lives and at a, at a hard time and it's mm. just filled with culture and and music and it's beautiful it's mm. excellent you can kind of say the same thing about the west wing though you like can just yeah. because of how yeah just because of how it's shot it's the treme for white people yeah. <laughs> 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 they just don't, yes they that's just the don't one put it off with as much swag i mean yeah. i mean none of the none of them are like poor none of them are like broke or yeah. anything like that yeah. but you know They, it's just well, they're working in the White House. Yeah, yeah of <laughs> they're um, doing okay. <laughs> Why do you think that like Sam Steeborn didn't have a romantic lead? I mean, a romantic, a romantic love interest throughout the whole series all the time that he was in. Um, because that was one of the reasons why Rob Lowe decided to leave. That's interesting. Um. Because he did have a few, he had many flings, didn't he? Yeah, many flings. I 
I don't know. <laughs> now, there's your answer. That's a great podcast, isn't it? We got Gary on. He wants to talk about his favorite TV show ever. Here's a basic question. I don't know. Um, I I've not given the I've not given the fact that he hasn't had much love interest much thought, and maybe it's because I think watching it, you might not even notice yeah. because they're just so immersed with work. Yeah, and I'm kind of thinking, well. I was thinking, even when, even when, like, you know, there, there was moments in it when someone had to go and actually finally be with the person they wanted to be with. Yeah. And maybe don't work that night. I was kind of watching going, well, then the work's not going to get done. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You were lazy. You want someone else to take your job? Come on, get to work. Do that another time. So I don't know. I never, you know, but, but I'm weird. I'm weird. I go. I, I I put myself into insanity. Just at the moment, I'm getting into um, um, music again, and I'm I'm programming all my own music. I want to make this metal music li- with dubstep. But the thing is, I'm new at it. So all I'm doing is listening to like trying to fine tune these yeah. bass sounds for eight hours a day. And by the time nine o'clock rolls around, I'm just like, oh my god, I don't know what state I'm going to be in at these gigs, no. having to grab a microphone <laughs> at 8, 8 p.m., which is normal bedtime yeah unless I'm drinking are you getting like any satisfaction from that no oh. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm getting stressed from it oh. I know when I go up and grab the microphone because I've done a few shows now at Covent Garden over the last few weeks no, I'm, talking so. about the, I'm talking about the music thing oh the, the music, music thing oh sorry the music thing I'm I'm absolutely in heaven okay I'm in heaven I could I could just do it like only I have to eat and like yeah. you know, maybe go outside like for a little bit a day just to see sunshine. I'm just I love it. Getting immersed in it, figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I want to. So the goal now was to turn up, buy all the new DJ stuff, buy, yeah. buy myself all that, and turn up to a venue and and experience starting off at the bottom there and figuring out how to get gigs. And and I've already got lucky enough to have a few contacts from a few of the interesting clubs. Um, I believe one of them is in this venue. Really? I believe one of them is in this venue. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I think um, I think some of them have been... I think the last time I was in this venue, I was also wearing a mask. Ah, But okay. COVID certainly wasn't a thing. No. And I had my <laughs> cock out. Ah, so, yeah. that yeah. kind of clock. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. That's held I, here. You see, I, do, yeah, I forget. Like, that's in the comedy club, isn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm interested in Yes, you do. I saw you there. <laughs> Shh, I told you not to tell anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Because I forgot that like this was a sex club as well. And, like, yeah, it's, it was a fetish night. Yeah, I believe I said, it's yeah. Orchard Garden and um, a few of the other nights that operate here. Uh, from time to time, they do many They do many uh, venues. But I think one of the, I'm almost certain one of the venues I, w- I was here before. Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, yeah, that makes sense because there's a night there's a nightclub and there's a gay club here as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I believe. You could tell there was a gay club here today, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to figure that one out. What like downstairs? Like downstairs, we have that a, is like, kicking down. There. That is a, it's amazing. It's like, like a, the, the, there is there is no social distancing happening down there, or if no. it is, it's fine tuned. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> like people don't give a shit like anymore. People are. They, people I'll are, tell you something. They don't. No. Because I, I'm doing the street shows, and before starting the street shows again, I mean, I, you know, I'm getting tied up in a straitjacket and chain, and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm uh, having people near me, and there is no, the, the people who are out don't care. No. The, the people who are 
further out or past it and they're like you know and then and the vibe the vibe is maybe better now than pre-pandemic on the, with the street performing, in my opinion, because I I was kind of getting a little bit annoyed with the London scene with street performing yeah. with my own with my own input into it. I just didn't feel for all of a sudden it just something clicked and I wasn't getting the same feedback both financially and you know mentally from it. Why do you think that was then? Um, well, at that time I I needed to change up the show, but I was getting at a stage where Financially, I couldn't go through relearning a whole show again on the street, going back to small crowds and learning how to do a thing. So I kept the straight jacket and, and went inside instead and started doing the comedy. Yeah. Um, but I needed to do that. I, 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 because I was, you know, I was very nervous about getting the bigger show always in Dublin as I grew up. And I, and I, each time I did it, I was, well, I was nervous, but I was motivated by the progress. And it might have taken a while to develop the show in the bigger pitches. And then when I came over to London, the dream was to be a Covent Garden street performer. I was like, oh, wow, that, that would be amazing. And then I did that and worked very hard at it. And slowly but surely, I developed a very strong show for Covent Garden. And then I was voted in as the representative for the Covent Garden performers. And I was like, oh, I got some real confidence behind me there that okay well well maybe the audience are responding well and my peers are responding well which i think in the long term means more i got a really good yeah. community of people I, I like these people i want to do right by them and then when i could do the job i did which is the first time i had kind of that responsibility mm. uh, in dealing with businesses i was like well if i can do this for the street performers maybe i can do it for my own thing and mm. and and that that alongside the success of the first open mic i was like that okay well now i know where i'm going to go i'm going to mm. turn into a booker and a promoter for a while an mc mm. and i liked that up until someone called me a booker <laughs> when someone called oh yeah he's a booker i was like Ah oh, shit! I'm a performer. <laughs> I hope I'm still seen as a performer. I'm performing like seven nights a week. Like, like, I'm most days back then. I was in Carpen Garden every day, so I was probably doing about four hours on stage a day. Yeah. I was like, please then, call me a performer. And then coming up to do, and then coming down to Monty's whatever to do. Yeah, well, yeah. including including the stand up. I was it was about yeah. four hours a day on stage, including the stand, including the hosting. Yeah, like you say that you. Um, it's it's interesting you mentioned like so, um, being the being the main guy like being voted in to be the to be the representative of common garden yeah like the community around you because that makes you sound a bit like martin sheen his oh. character in the in in the well, look at that that's a host that's a host bringing <laughs> it all back full circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's that well his thing that's how good of a show it is yeah because you can link so many things to it yeah um Yes, <laughs> you've thrown me with that. That was so well done, and I just—I was taken. I was given the ball by a fantastically phrased question, and I went. Bloop. <laughs> I just, just by my own entertainment, I went. Oh, that was really good. Well done. <laughs> Didn't answer the question. I instantly forgot the question, even though you phrased it so well. Dude, yes, I, can't, was, I can't even remember the question I asked you. It was, it was, uh, it was exactly like Martin Sheen. Yeah, it was exactly yeah, me being <laughs> voted in to be the to be the messenger for the Covent Garden street performers and and deal with all their shit on a day to day is exactly like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, but isn't that what a president does though? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. The leader or the leader of any political party, whether they get into power or not, yeah, isn't that basically their job to take shit from everyone from everyone else? And then yeah. be the full guy for it if it doesn't go. If it, if God, it you're, you're making it sound great. Maybe I'll go into myself. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm going to start calling you Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prime Minister Michaels, hello. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if you could remake the, if you had to remake the West Wing, like say Fox or whatever company gave you seventy million dollars, you have no choice. How would you remake the West Wing for today's audience? Bloody hell! For today's audience, yeah, that's a that's a tough question. That's why I, I wish asked I was it. funny and I could come up with a really quick witted response and just put it to bed. But here oh, I no am actually you, I, thinking about how I would go about remaking the West Wing for today's audience. I would make it longer. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that a question as, as, as deep as that. I mean, like, I could sit here and think for, like, 22 minutes and maybe come up with a proper answer then. Yeah. But that would be boring to watch. Um, yeah, I think... Okay, I think if, if I had to... I think I'm going to ruin your question. Go and for say, it. And say if I, if I had to, I would love the... Um, position of adding on and making season seven yeah even though of course Sorkin had nothing to do with season um six and and, and five or maybe just six but I, maybe I, would, he, I think it was an I think he was just an executive producer yeah but he didn't want to write it because he was yeah. busy in the newsroom or whatever um and I will I will be one of its biggest fans and put it out there mm. that it's possible there it's a possibility that the show gets better after him. Wow. In my opinion, I think I because it 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 go it nosedives for a brief period of time, and I'm like, what's going on here? Why did it? Why did the show nosedive so bad? And then it kind of nosedive with some characters on purpose to do a thing, mm. to do a few scenes, and then it hits you, and then you go, oh, okay, all right, wow. This, this is a major. This is this is proper TV watching. This is a yeah. major shift. You're playing with me. You're you're making me see characters that are usually very strong, and you're purposely giving them a little bit weaker scenes in order to hit me later on and say, oh well, he is the 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 person that he it, yeah. was portrayed earlier on. It's not that the writer doesn't understand the development air in the past seasons. The writer, the new writer, is playing with me, knowing that oh, this guy's not going to be able to to do it justice. And then okay, well here's here you go. And I was like, because of the the roller coaster of emotions that they that they put the watcher on. Normally I'd be like, oh, it, it wasn't as good, and that's the, that's the default saying, right? Oh, yeah. it wasn't as good. He didn't understand the characters. I I go out on on record now and say. Uh, it, it might even be better after after Sorkin, and okay. that's not at all anything negative with Sorkin. He created a, a masterpiece, but but yeah, I, I think the the last the, the way it ended was absolutely beautiful. But if I if yeah if if I had to do something with it, I would add on and make and make a season seven. How, uh, who, what would be included in the season seven? Um, well, Will Preston would be president. Yes, of course, um, of course, and um, the Cavendish would be the White House. Yeah. And they would be attacked <laughs> <laughs> by the um, drag, I don't by the it. drag queen in the Nellavol Drury. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh dear. Some security footage, security scene footage with uh, you know a sex scandal or something. Oh yeah, yeah. that's all oh, the yes. thing now. There you go. Yeah. Sex yeah. Yeah. So Will Preston has a sex scandal. Yeah. With the Nellavol Drury. Likely. <laughs> All right, Will. we love you, Will. We love you, Will. <laughs> love you, Will. I've got your back, buddy. He's married now, anyway, so oh, of course yeah. he's not going to have a sex scandal. We got to tag Will in this. Yeah, yeah, we will. Oh, this this little scene, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
So he's gonna have a he'll have a he'll have a, a scandal with the drag queen from the Lalavol Drury. Yeah. Um, and it will. He'll be here. Probably <laughs> downstairs. Don't say it too loud. Jesus, he'll be up. Um, Won't get up those stairs in the high heels though. <laughs> oh my god, that that could um, that could end badly for yeah. me. But fuck it, who yeah. cares? The net of old jury. What a dump. Wow. You know that that was a that was there's there's a like that, that was a godsend. I was like all all I could hear during the lockdown. The certainly the first six months, you know, into the lockdown, no one knew what was going on, and all I could see was you know save the arts, save the arts, save the arts. And I was like, okay, that's nice. I'm, maybe I'll see some of this save yeah, the arts yeah, yeah. thing. How do I? And all of a sudden, my my inbox is getting blown up with save the Cavendish. So are you fucking joking me? <laughs> save the Cavendish, a place where I still wake up in <laughs> nightmares about how my set went at the fucking Cavendish because I was like act twenty four out of twenty nine. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Here I I I I told myself I was going to be good and not just bury anybody, but <laughs> but here we are. Oh, nah, yeah. dude, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, unfortunately, it does. Nah, if I, if I'm in front of a microphone, I nah. can't help myself. <laughs> you just got to insult every other night that's not yours, isn't it? Every, not every other night. There's loads of great nights. Yeah. Here is great. Yeah. Here is fantastic. I'll tell you what else is great. Healing comedy is great on thur every Thursday. That in Ealing, that's yeah. also great. Yes. It is, of course <laughs> it is. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing bloody Plugged amazing it quickly. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, so... We've said it all, Gary Michaels. We have said it all. We've literally said everything. Um, tell, look into the camera and tell people where they can find you. On a boat in London. <laughs> so at the moment, I am in Westbourne Park, and no one ever wants to go there, so I'm safe, and no one's going to find me. You can find me on uh, YouTube, uh, Let's Talk Comedy. That is a stand-up comedy tutorial channel where I rant, just like I've done now, uh, at the camera, and uh, tell you different things and uh, you know you might find it fun I call it a ball ache but yeah. that's that mm -hmm. and you can also find uh, uh, what's the name of the page I have on Facebook you, uh, Stand Up Nights Stand Up Nights is the name of the brand thank you no, we, we, you were trying to catch me out there weren't you <laughs> no I, I, I forget I know I, forget. I know what this guy <laughs> Because I don't, I don't like when I go on to. I just do use a Facebook business, and I yeah. go on and I post something. Uh, so I don't click on. I don't have Facebook on my phone. I don't. I don't do any of that. Like I, like I had to get back into it just to put up the posters for the promotion and do all that kind of stuff. But I'm just. I'm so weirdly out of the loop. I'm nervous about these gigs. That's that's the mad thing. Um, actually, not so much nervous about the performance, but it's like, you know, is the promotion going to be? good enough is it going to be anyone there the, the venue is saying oh yeah there's loads of interest but i've heard that before yeah <laughs> there was loads of interest for edinburgh my show at edinburgh and that yeah no. there was just loads of interest that's all there was i'm really interested <laughs> are you actually going to, to step left into the venue that's just right here i'm, I'm interested <laughs> anyway they can find me on uh yeah the place to find me is at the moment there's a let's talk comedy on on youtube uh that is the that is the place I, I am reaching out to people the most for the certainly for the next six months anyway yeah. and it's, that's been that's been phenomenal the growth on that page I never I've, expected it I've got to say if you're a new comedian like that is your that is your go that is that's that is your go-to thing Thank like, you. that yeah. really does need to be your go-to thing because you do you literally break down everything from how to get started on the open mic scene mm-hmm 
to potentially progress. Yeah, yeah, there's over 65 videos there. So it's all all about character development, getting gigs, how to deal with bookers, how to email in, how to write jokes, uh, tons of performance uh, tutorial videos because I actually think performance is more important than actually what you say in oh. terms of your writing. Um, of, of course, your writing is great, but it's up to the individual. And I think you've got the ability to put off the jokes that aren't working for you now, depending on just tweaking a few things about the performance and getting the audience to on your side a little bit quicker than you might realize you have to and little things like that. So it does. So I, I that's if if I'm to promote something about myself at the moment, that's what I'm very proud to put out there. And it is 20 years experience um, and there, and yet again, I, as I always say on all the videos, they are my own theories that work for me. And if you go on and you don't agree with me, well, then you're doing something right because you have your <laughs> own theories on how they might work for you. So even if you watch it and you don't agree, it's still going to have you thinking. And if you agree or not, well, then hopefully the theories you come up to to why it works for you or why what I'm saying doesn't work for you will better you in the long run. So, yeah. You just mentioned something really, before we go, you just mentioned something really interesting there about you need to be an, um, a performer as well. Um, the performance part is just as important as the writing, if not more. Do you think it's more important to be an entertainer or an artist when it comes to stand-up comedy? Um, I'm, this, this is... This is the the quest. This is the conversation, debate that people will have forever. Personally, I'm on the entertainer side. I yep. know I'm an entertainer Same. first. Um, I know, and that's that's due to the gigs I get. I get festivals and you know the Glastonbury's and all that kind of stuff. It's well at those places, and if you get like a corporate or if you're doing a wedding, they don't care about the artistic point you have to say. It's not no. why they booked you. They, they they book you because you turn up on time. You look the way you you do when they booked you and you have the appropriate equipment with you to be able to de deliver this set and entertain the guests in the room yeah. and there there's I got a lot of friends who are completely the opposite way they say no it's art first and you should make them think about the message and there's nothing wrong with either of those two ways mm. personally I'm I'm entertainment first and because that's just what gets me booked and you know, I like to have my eight holidays a year. Yeah, same here, dude. Yeah. All right, Gary Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure, dude. Catch pleasure you to see you again. Thank you so much. No yeah. worries, man. What a lovely little uh, sweat box this yes. is. Yes. <laughs> it's actually really nice in here, and you got the lights on me and everything. You're making me look like I'm washed. <laughs> Great. Can I get the camera on me first? Hey, all right, so thanks for watching the video. Could you please click like, subscribe, like and subscribe? And if you are, want to listen to the audio version of this, find it in all good podcasting at all good podcasting. Apps. Thanks very much. See you. Bye.